with confidence you have won before you started love that and yet sometimes people don't know the difference between confidence and overconfidence so i'm going to pause for a second and clarify that with another quote confidence is not they will like me confidence is i'll be fine if they don't confidence is not ignorance it's self-belief so today we're going to talk about three hacks to feel more confident and i want to be incredibly clear confidence is not about changing who you are confidence is about becoming more of who you already are right it's not about putting up a persona it's about bringing out the best from your current inbuilt pre-existing persona the one you were born with how do i bring out the best version of myself that's confidence right now why are we talking about confidence we're talking about confidence because three out of every four people 75 percent of people say they struggled with it at some point in their life and the struggle isn't just external it's internal as well confidence isn't just about what we show others it's also about how we view ourselves, our self-esteem, and what we're capable of. As I say that, I'm also reminded of how some people make the mistake of thinking certain people are just born confident or have that personality. False. Could not be more false. Nobody is born confident. Confidence is a skill you can learn it you can build it it's a contagious trust building skill that creates an environment of winning so drew all that sounds good how do we implement daily tactics to build that muscle to build that skill as always we're going to talk about three ways to do it number one preparation i want you to drill the following into your brain. There is no such thing as over preparation. Repeat after me. There's no such thing as over preparation. You can never be too prepared. Let's take basketball, for example. If you aren't making certain shots on practice days, you sure as hell are not going to make them on game day. Why? Because when we practice, there's isolation. There's no crowd, there's no pressure, there's no scoreboard, there's no external factors. But game day has external factors galore, right? If you're presenting when you practice, it's just you in a mirror. But when game day comes, when presentation day comes, you could be presenting to a hundred people, to a thousand people that are listening to, judging, and tracking every word you're saying. Therefore, you need to prep. Three steps to be prepped. Number one, what's my intention? If I'm playing basketball, what's my intention? If I'm presenting, what's my intention? Number two, what am I going to say? Or what am I going to do? Play what shot? When? 
Say what, when, to who, targeted in what way? And three, how am I going to do it? How am I going to do it? If I answer these three questions at depth and at length, I am prepared. And then I practice them. I practice them again and again and again. It, and, and by the way, y'all, this is not just for big things like a, you know, a sports team or a big presentation at work. This could be a, a freaking email. If it's an email, write it. Proofread it again and again. How many times have you seen someone who it's very obvious they don't read their own emails? Why did you send that, right? If it's a presentation, practice it in front of a mirror five times. That way, when the pressure hits, you already have built-in muscle memory in your body for the presentation, and you can handle the external factors, right? Another example, and I'll stop, I promise. I used to be on a uh, collegiate dance team. And of course, in any dance team, expressions, how you emote is a big part of the equation, right? And so it was a very common thing during practice days where, uh, you know, as I, I was blessed enough to, to serve as a choreographer and captain for a couple of years. And when I was doing that, I would look at different individuals and we'd call them out. We'd be like, hey, you know, work on your expressions. And a lot of the time we hear, ah, man, Drew, it just comes out when I'm on stage. It, it doesn't come out when I'm, you know, in a, in a practice room, in a dungeon at, at college, just staring myself at a, you know, in a mirror, right? It doesn't come out then. But dude, it definitely comes out on game day. It definitely comes out on performance day when we're on stage competing. And eventually they understood that on performance day, there's so many external factors. There's a crowd who you have no idea how they're going to react. There's judges, there's lights shining in your face. There's sound that may be louder or softer than you're used to. There may be issues. It's a different stage. It's a different venue. And so if you don't have your, the things you can control in muscle memory, the second there's an external curveball, you're all, all over the place all over the place build your muscle memory and when game day comes your confidence will shine through because you've prepared for it magic eventually i promise <laughs> number two body language this one's an interesting one when we're nervous our body shows it there are 12 different ways we physically feel and show nervousness and every single one of us exhibit at least one of those 12 ways in different situations. They are as follows pacing, fidgeting, swaying, leaning, freezing, cracking our knuckles, biting our nails, avoiding eye contact, voice cracks, blushing, and sweating. All of us do at least one. And because of that, y'all, we have to actively make an effort to feel more confident and fight that inherent bias in our bodies. 
right? We're programmed that way. That's how we were born. And so if we don't make an active effort to turn that around, it's muscle memory. It was what we were born with. It'll kick in. And so very actionable ways to do that. Number one, roll your shoulders back and make sure your stance and your posture follow. When we get nervous, when there's a situation where our confidence is challenged, the first thing that shows is our body language, our shoulders cave, our chin drops a little bit, our body language becomes low and droopy. And guess what? Not only does that show externally, but it affects you internally. We don't even realize it. So actively make an effort. And I do that while I record these, these podcasts, I physically in the middle of my recordings, I'll roll my shoulders back real quick. Takes a quick second, huge roll of shoulders back, touch those blades in the back, chest out. I'm ready. I'm ready. And when you do that, when you do your shoulders, your stance and your posture, they follow straight back upright. You feel good. You feel good. Number two, breathe. We talked about this in the presentation episode. And yet when confidence is challenged, when we're in a situation that is nerve wracking or challenging, the first thing that happens is our breathing becomes irregular. We either breathe very quickly. We breathe through our mouth. We don't breathe enough. And so if you just took a second, slowed down and breathed 10 times more fluent than you would naturally be. Jay Shetty in his book, Think Like a Monk, he has a phenomenal little mantra that I often follow before big presentations, things like that. He says, breathe in, count to four, hold, count to four, breathe out as you count to four. So 12 counts and you've reset your body. Hold and out, right? Four seconds each. Watch how it makes a difference and how you view your situation. You're, you're going to fight. You're not going to flight. Number three, another body language, head up, chin up, small thing. But when you're looking at someone or presenting to a room or playing a sport, if you're looking down, you're in your head. You are, believe it or not, you're in your head. You're thinking, you're overthinking, and you're overthinking again. Get your head up. You prepared for this day. You practiced for this day. You have it in muscle memory. Now it's just about doing what you already know. So when they say chin up, literally chin up. <laughs> Fair enough? Okay, number three, we talked about preparation. We talked about body language. Number three is my favorite one out of my three favorite ones. Be careful how you're talking to yourself. One of my favorite, favorite interviews is from Cillian Murphy. If you remember, he's from uh, the Dark Knight series. He talks about self-talk and how we act with ourselves. He says, when others... and forgive the profanity, but uh, it, it's for effect. He says, when others fuck up, we console them. We remind them about their wins and we tell them to keep their head up, motivating them to keep treading, right? Our friend's down, friend made a mistake. We're like, hey, it's okay, friend. Don't worry about it. Chin up. This time we'll pass. It'll get better. We console them. 
same situation. When we fuck up, immediately we go, of course, of course you fucked it up. You always do this. <laughs> you always manage to mess something up. No matter how good things are going, bad things eventually happen, don't they? You idiot. And we take ourselves down an even steeper negative spiral than we were originally on. Be careful how you're talking to yourself. One of my mentors once explained this beautifully to me. He said, your mind is like a garden. He said, what grows naturally in a garden? Weeds. Weeds are those negative thoughts. And unless you water and get in there and manicure your garden and treat it correctly and water it, there's going to be weeds everywhere. Same thing with your mind. You have to engage in positive self-talk, self-affirmations. And that's not the woo-woo standing in front of a mirror going, you're the best, you're great. It's day-to-day. -day. You're on your you're on your way to, to your presentation or you're on your way to a drive or you're on your way to a tense situation with a family member. Calm yourself down. Remind yourself that you have the belief to conquer everything that comes. Because deep down, all of us do. Especially if you listen to one and two. You prepped. You feel good. You look good. You act good. You got this. You got to water your garden. I'm going to end with one of my all-time favorite quotes. You behave how you believe. You behave how you believe. So be careful what and who you believe in, y'all. Thank you so much. Talk soon.